three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, potluck style reviews where we just have the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. This is Milo, live in stereo today. Hungry Hip Hop is pleased to present you with a review of Amine's fifth mixtape, 2.5, following up his other mixtape, 1.5, or yeah, 1.5. Released earlier this month on November 5th, this mixtape has already garnered some attention. With an average of about 1.6 million streams on Spotify so far, this album hosts his hit single, Charmander. Some of you may have already heard it. This album... Mixtape, to be precise, features vocals from Ricky Thompson, actually. So for the most part, it's a solo project. There are no features that I noticed, but I did notice Ricky Thompson. Some of you may recognize him from his legendary vines. But there's more in store for listeners from Amine. So let's break it down. Mark, why don't you go ahead and start us off in prayer? Lord Heavenly Father, we all gather to this day in order to review this trash ass mixtape by Amine <laughs> 2.5. I'd like to apologize for the blasphemy of my. Oh, nah. So, like, honestly, this, this wasn't trash. It was, it was fine. It wasn't like great to me. Like, I we reviewed one Amine project, this album last year, right? And oh, no. I, I was kind of the same. Like, it's not that they're just bad songs by any means. Like, most of the songs are good. It's just not my vibe. He does more of a um it's not meme rap, and I also don't want to call it pop rap either, but it's just kind of this like kind of fun, bouncy, silly, like you know, just rapping rap. Like, I don't know. Like, if someone had to ask me like what's Amine's content, like I couldn't really tell you like what he said. Maybe, I don't know, but like I don't yeah, I don't know, maybe, but like I don't know. I just there, there was nothing nothing substantial like there's not a, a point to what he's trying to say there's not a message there's not i mean which doesn't have to be a message to rap but there's not even a mood like at least with playboy cardi whole lot of red right there's not a fucking message but there's a mood a like, mood of rage turn up party whatever like there was just nothing in this like they, i would say not nothing but like in, in general in Amine's work like there's there's no there's nothing i'm grabbing from it it's just like oh a collection of cool songs and so if you i feel like if you like really I don't know, lighthearted maybe i think it's probably the word i don't know but it's kind of like hey something you could just throw on and listen to in the background or not even background but just like kind of listen to without it affecting your mood that's fine i guess i listen to music for like mood the way it affects my mood um and whatnot so yeah but i don't know for me i just thought it was a collection of cool sounds and i like a few of them most of them i didn't really like but it just was that to me just doesn't do it for me uh alan alan yeah i feel like so i was if you go back and listen to the limbo episode i'm definitely the amine guy on the podcast and on this new mixtape i think that a lot of those same like qualities that really stuck out from limbo kind of were the same on this where like even from from the start when i first heard charmander i was like i listened to the little like bells I think it would be how I describe it in the production. And it is lighthearted, like you said, Mark. It's really fun. Amine is not looking to give us a to pimp a butterfly, you know. To me, this record and really Amine's influences are a lot more like Drake Young Thug than they are like than they are necessarily Kendrick Lamar. So I think lighthearted is a pretty good criticism. 
I, I actually did like this, obviously. Definitely not as much as Limbo. And I do think there are a couple songs that I'm just not going to listen to again that really felt like mixtape kind of fodder to just kind of fill. But I think there's some bangers on this. I think Amine, like, he continues to be one of the funniest rappers, in my opinion, on this. And there's still some there's still some bangers. But, you know, if you're coming into it expecting, like, there's no pressure in my palms off of Limbo, which is my favorite song of last year. And, um, I mean, he's not really going for it. This is, well, the thing that I always complain about. This is marketed as the mixtape. But I'll say I actually really enjoyed it. And I guess I can actually start us off because the first song I actually heard off this was the the single Charmander. Uh, Mark, you're all good. Marlo needs to go. He didn't give his description of the oh, album. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I went through this nigga said, nigga, we don't give a fuck what you gotta say, bro. My bad, my bad. So this album is not much of a commitment. It's needs to listen. Thank God. It's only 12 songs long with an average song length of about two minutes. So total listening time is just a quick 26 minutes. I was so glad when I saw that when I looked on Spotify. The longest song is just two minutes, 46 seconds. So you're in, you're out, you're done. And from what I could tell, as I mentioned earlier, there were no features. So this is pretty much a solo project. At any rate, it's very easy to get, it's very easy to get through. As for the music, the soundscape is tropical, very warm. To be honest, I think this mixtape would have been more appropriately released in the summer. Then the content is centered mostly around high fashion, trips to exotic locations, and sleeping with models. But they don't this get too in-depth about by this. Tyler? That's the thing. They don't get too in-depth about it, though. This It's not really something listeners should come to expecting any, any sort of reflection. The songs are very hook-focused. So this album is really more just something for people to move to and vibe if you're like on your own private island or something like that. So Mark mentioned something about there not really being a vibe. And I would say on the contrary, this project is very much giving Kauai, even down to like the color scheme on the album art. So Childish Gambino's album um, also featured a tropical soundscape with lyrics about chilling with girls and navigating relationships as a guy presented with all of these options because you're famous. And Kawhi even featured like these spoken monologues. In that instance, it was Jaden Smith. But here it's Ricky Thompson, the Vine legend. And we even get some of that. So if you liked Kawhi by Childish Gambino, then I would imagine you would like this. Especially if you liked Make It Feel Good, which is a really poppy, synthy sounding sort of song. All in all, I like this album. It's just a little out of season for my taste. Christmas and Thanksgiving are right around the corner. So sex on condominium roof decks and speeding around in luxury cars isn't really the vibe right now. I'm more thinking about apple cider, turkey, eggnog with rum, that sort of thing. At any rate, Alan, Charmander. Oh, I was about, I was about to say that first vibe you were talking about. Like, hey, that's, there's always time for that. If that was my life, I'm always fucking down <laughs> for that. But... <laughs> You can take a guess if that is my life as I'm <laughs> a podcast review. Anyway, so actually, let's not start from the top today. Let's start with the first song that I heard, Charmander. Charmander, fucking fire song, fucking fire type song. Like the beat on this is so much fun. Like, is this wait? Is this the song that has um that? <laughs> That is the Navy SEAL lyric. No, it doesn't. No, but this has one of the like 
catchiest earworm choruses that I've heard on this whole album. And, and it's just like this little, don't hate on the chipmunk voice, you fucking Playboy Cardi Wait, actually, actually, <laughs> actually, I will say, never mind. This is actually probably one of the few hooks I did actually like on this album. So never mind. Yeah, ahead, I mean, it makes sense why this one was the was the like single, but it's the in the chipmunk voice. I've been living on an island. But yeah, that's fire. And then I, I really like his whole his whole last verse was like it's not really even really a, a verse so much it is this like alternate chorus that the song ends off on but people be so phony that's why i be my be on my lonely i love it this whole song i don't have too much to say other than like if you've probably heard of amine and you've listened to him fairly recently charmander you've probably heard but you know the song's a fucking banger you know like and I don't, I, I'm someone who doesn't mind knowing that one of my favorite tracks off this whole album is the single that everyone's heard. And I think that's, that's not a problem for me. Uh, Milo, what do you think about Charmander? I thought it was a nice song. It's not something that I was, I put in my, my playlist. Van Gogh was actually a song I added to my playlist as soon as it came on. But for this one, it's just basically the same type of just talking about girls, drugs. There's a little bit of self-actualization with what you mentioned. Like, I, you know, people be so phony. I'm living on an island. I got some whatever you want, peeping out the window vibes off of that. It's very interesting how rappers get to this level and they find out there are just a lot of people they can't trust, but whatever. This isn't the song to reflect on that. This is more to just like, this is more of a victory song. When you finally got in your own place, you've gotten away from the ops and you're just dancing and enjoying enjoying your wealth mark um yeah it so i played the song i watched the music video i liked the video i thought the video was dope uh the video was shot well yeah. uh, <laughs> uh the song itself i thought the hook was actually kind of catchy which i did not agree for most of the songs on this uh mixtape but um I don't know. Just I don't. It's hard. Just something about Amine style just does not work with me, bro. Like it just for whatever reason, it just not hit. Um, like the song wasn't bad. I do like this line too. People be so phony. That's why I be on my lonely. That was the, like the line I remembered from the song. So, I mean, I it's it's cool. And like, yeah, it is a vibe. Like it definitely has like a little kind of island vibe to it. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's hard for me to describe it. It just does not hit for me. Um did you like Kawaii by Bino? No, oh, amazing. Way better than this. Please don't ever compare those two amazing. again. Don't ever compare the two again. It's phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. Sober is one of my oh, favorite songs of all time. This man has a poster of Bino, like <laughs> literally, literally right behind like, him. Literally in the background, bro. If that's any indication. <laughs> like, um, Gambino, <laughs> Mac Miller, Walter White. <laughs> the Holy Trinity right there. <laughs> um but um yeah it just uh yeah this was yeah i don't really don't have anything else to say sorry if Kawhi is sprite then this is mellow yellow nah, bro, <laughs> if Kawhi is sprite this is a two liter of cigar mist that's been left open all night after a party in the morning like this is and it's like the off-brand cigar mist that just has like yellow like that's all like it's isn't that mellow yellow Whatever, bro. Fuck out of here, bro. Let's move on to the next song. <laughs> wow, that was just that was just hating, man. Here, I'll choose a song I did like. I was one. about to say I'll choose a song I did like though. Uh Diddy Dum Dud Dud or whatever. 
I had a feeling you'd like that song. Why? Why? Why do you think I like that song? Because it has the silliest title. <laughs> no, actually, with the title, with the title, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna like this song. But the vibe on it, though, like this, actually, this shit was smooth, bro. Like it just had like a groove to it that I was like fucking with, bro. Like I don't know, I really actually like this. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just had it had a nice vibe on it. Uh, I like the uh, canary yellow on me because I like these colors. That's my bitch, and we don't use rubbers. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was like, I don't know. It just had a nice, smooth vibe. Like, there's a lot of songs on here that kind of sounded not party, party, not the right word, but um, poppy, just kind of whatever. And then there were songs that had like a little bit more of a smooth groove. And I probably liked maybe two of each. <laughs> so I probably, probably like, probably like two poppy songs and probably like two groovy songs on this mixtape probably tops but this is one of the groovy ones that i really enjoyed uh milo yeah this is uh tiki torches everyone's out by the pool eating uh finger tiki foods torches. tiki torches nigga <laughs> okay i'm sorry racists had to make that a bad yeah thing, i wasn't even but i wasn't even thinking about that <laughs> oh bro i can't Once think upon of tiki a time, torches or red hats without thinking of <laughs> tiki torches weren't Niggas trying to lunch me bro like i'm sorry <laughs> So tiki torches are out, guys. Uh, I don't know what you're gonna use. Uh, what do they have? Those little the little Christmas lights and stuff. They hang around the the wood mm-hmm. fence. Mm-hmm. It's Dog very much that. that. It's you're not really turning up at the pool party. Everybody's just relaxed or whatever, eating a little finger foods as I mentioned, drinking punch. And it's really hard to talk about a lot of these songs because I mean, one you could say like a lot of these these songs pretty much sound the same. And the subject matter is just pretty, I'm rich. That's that's the point of this song is I'm rich and I I I have a baddie by my side, and I put my hand on her like them da 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 in a good way, in a good way. So it just wasn't going on my playlist. I didn't particularly like the sound of the song. It's purely just me. <laughs> but maybe Alan, maybe hey, Alan. I like that you said in a good way. You said put hands on my shorty in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to clarify, dumb diddy dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're listening to rap, this is not the first song you've ever heard that's just about partying and objectifying women, right? Come on, let's not. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah, come on. Also, but let's not limit it to rap, though. No, no I'm just saying. Come on, like rock does that too. Like this is not a yeah. fucking country make a does podcast that. episode, <laughs> and you don't give us a lot of variation. It's very difficult. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think you guys have like really. That's a valid criticism that a lot of this does sound a little similar. And it is kind of going for a really similar vibe. Uh, I don't know. I I did like the song a lot too, but I don't really have anything to, to add because I feel the same way. I'll say that I like it a lot. I like how his flow kind of makes me think of like going left and then turning right halfway through each of his bars. It's kind of the like imagery that comes to my mind, almost like you're driving or running. But I don't know. I like I liked it a lot too. I I. I don't know. I just, it's weird to me that you're not vibing with this more, Milo, because I feel like there's a lot of Drake influence off of this. Like, like Drake, Drake influence in the sense of like a song he would make with Future, right? One that's more about fun, more about like having a cool beat and the rapping isn't necessarily like, it's not one of, not like the Drake song that's like 7 a.m. at Bridal Path or whenever there's the like, place time songs more just like the like i would drake would make this song with future and i think there's a lot of drake and even some young thug influence on this whole album just the like the fun and the vibe about it you know what i mean 
Yeah, I'm thinking like drink a controller or even mm. a passion fruit in like a similarity, not like a carbon copy. Or even like, yeah, or even like a way too sexy off his latest album or something. Okay. <laughs> I like this more than way too way sexy, too obviously. Slab. Y'all need to stop disrespecting way too sexy, bro. Y'all see that, y'all see that shit at Astroworld Festival, bro? That shit was lit. Astroworld Festival is probably not the yeah, let's you not, know, let's standard not for good think music. Because Astroworld Festival is a, a great point bro, of comparison. Most not lit test. festival ever. Most, if you it. want a litmus test, that's the most lit festival ever, bro. You're way out of line. You are, yeah, this is, Mark, I don't know about this. This is, this is uh, you need to start I don't know bro. about this, man. You have a, never mind, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. You should, you should Are stop. you drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Keep going. <laughs> well, I guess back to it. I, I like the song, I guess. I don't know where to go after that. Okay. Last year you were acting mad funny. What do I think about the mad funny freestyle because I, I thought this shit went hard, and I can see from Milo's face he hard disagrees with me. But, Dang, <laughs> but this has bro. Th- okay. You know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I know you guys did like what it. I did a fire. I just did a beat banged, bro. That shit was hard. You <laughs> like that? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. Shit was I, hard as you said it. You said it in a way that made me think that. You, that you said something no, else bro, about it. That shit was hard. This has, this has like a hard beat, like Mark says, but then it also has this weird beat switch where he goes into this like aside about his last night in New York, wanting to meet up with his girl, and it goes right back after that. And I think that's something Amine did on um on a few of his songs off of Limbo, like like Fetus and Pressure in My Palms, where he'll like set up this hard beat. And then give us this one verse that's just completely, completely this other thing, and then take us back. And he does the same thing here. But last year you were acting mad funny. This is him just talking about his haters as he was like really blowing up, especially last year, and kind of just basking in it. Like, in my opinion, like you talked about how much this album's getting streamed on Spotify right now. This is him like, look at how far I've come, and I just fucking. I love that vibe. I think he killed it. But Mark, why don't you? I'm sorry, you said that you enjoyed it. So let's hear. Yeah, I thought this beat bang. Like as soon as it starts, I was like, oh shit, I've heard nothing like this on this album so far. I don't even think I've heard anything like this from Amina in general. So I thought the beat bang. There was a part, there was a little slump in the beat where like it kind of gets a little more, I don't think feathery is the right word, but like it's like, 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 like there's like a twinkle in the beat um with that melody that i didn't really think worked too well to be honest in my opinion but then it like went back and dropped hard again and so overall uh like i thought the, the beat was fire i thought his lyrics were you know funny kind of cool um but yeah the, it's just like the, the the beat on that song sounds like nothing else not even close to any of the other songs on here and so um for me that's why it was just really big but yeah it's a pretty short song like you said it's a freestyle so there wasn't like a lot in there once again no real purpose or content or anything like that but um i didn't get to the line okay well maybe i can look at the cr on genius where he says uh i can't do the bubbly i sip the steel get a free facial because we us we get in jordan pills oh now i okay reading it i get it a little bit more but now the line just seems dumb to me hmm all right Whatever, we can move on. Milo. <laughs> yeah, so listening to the Mad Funny Freestyle, this is the song where I thought to myself, this man is going to have some serious 
child support problems in the future because of I think this is the one where he said I'm messing with these girls and I'm not wearing any rubbers and based on all the other songs you messing around with these models a lot so didn't he make a song it's 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 a song where he talks about me uh me and my girl we don't use rubbers so him and his girlfriend don't use rubbers oh him and his girlfriend i don't think he just said girls don't use rubbers he wild and if he said that bro like (laughs) sorry didn't he make a song on limbo about he did didn't he well there's a song about oh that okay there's that track fetus with um yeah injury reserve it was about like I don't know how I don't know if it's true or not, but when uh, he was a senior in high school, getting a girl pregnant. Yeah. So that's walking away from Mad Funny Freestyle. It was a uh, to be honest, I thought it was going to offer a really different sound. The sound wasn't that much different from everything else. Still in the tropics, we're still down in the Caribbean. So and uh, just talking about being a player, but that one line kind of hit me like I think you need to be a little more careful. But I must I must have misheard it. I mean. It, He's he's not out here talking about the perfect safe sex practices. I think, <laughs> we all can, I think we all can agree on that. Did you did you pick one yet, Milo? No, I thought that Van Gogh was cool, but the to be honest, the only real selling point of that is just the beat, like the way they did the like the kick drum was pretty intense, and the way he was flowing, like he flowed in lockstep with the drums. And I'm always like a type of like a, a bit of a sucker for that kind of rhyming scheme. But some people could say this is a pretty poppy song. It was. And it was poppy, but I thought it had like a nice romantic groove to it. Like it was very uh, made me want to kind of like dance, like just like, I don't know. I, I actually really liked uh, Van Gogh. Uh, I was taking a shower while I was listening to it, actually. And I was just like, oh, this is oh. I mean, and now I'm going to be the hater. This is one of my least favorite songs off the album. And maybe Fucking it's because hater, bro. It's too po- Okay, okay. Maybe it's because what? it's too. It's because it's too poppy or whatever. But this one didn't stick out to me. If I'm being honest, I thought you were gonna say maybe because it's Tupac. I was I like, thought, that's what, what it sounded Tupac like at first. I was like, nigga, what well, Tupac you listening to, bro? This isn't even posthumous Tupac. I don't know what you talking about, bro. This so. man, Tupac's boring compared to Lil Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, what's we got here? What is uh, if it's okay with you, then it's okay. No, I was giving, oh, no, I don't like very that. much. Uh, the, what was that? I'm gonna do it my way. Oh, God. I'm gonna do it my way. This okay with me is hella better than that. Dude. Come on, <laughs> come on. That hook was giving, I'm gonna do it my way. <laughs> Yo, look, I need to listen to that again. I'm gonna keep slapping, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna do it my way. The, so that's any indication. If y'all were really messing with that hook off of Bobby Tarantino 3, you might like okay with me. If this one does, um, so Ricky Thompson comes in on the end of this talking about, yo, baby, if it's okay with you, then it's okay. I don't know if y'all appreciate Did y'all appreciate the little skits? He was in a music video. Um, I, mean, I have no idea whatever. who that is, so not really. I know I'm off of Instagram. This uh, my homegirl in Boston like showed me him, and like I saw him on Instagram, and even he's funny, but like I don't know. He's just like a, he's like a, he's just like a insta. He's like a well, I guess more like social media comedian. So he kind of does yeah. like com- comic comedic stuff on like Instagram, 
I guess Vine back in the day from what Milo said and shit like that. Nigga, how do we still know people from Vine, bro? That was like 2013, 2012. Like, nigga. I follow a couple on YouTube at least. Like a decade ago, bro. Yeah, because they just oh, became YouTubers and TikTokers. Like, but why do you call them Vine then, bro? Like, don't even bring up Vine, bro. That shit die, my nigga. Like, okay. RP Vine, my nigga. Like, you out here. <laughs> Neo's a skip. Neo, I think, is the worst song on the album. Neo's a skip. That, that was a uh, mess for me. I, I fucking agree. I, Man, no. who, that line, the saying I'm the one like Neo, I've heard that line so many times before. Oh, 100%. Then to make that the hook, why would you make it? Like, it's one thing to use that overused line in a verse, but to make it the cent, like the center of the song, it was just a miss to me. Flying out to Europe, messing with models. Yeah, it's just that. And then, no. And the beat wasn't even that good. It was low quality. Okay. All right. I'm going to bring it back to positive. Last track on the album, Meant to Be. I, okay. That's, that's not a good sign. I got like, I got Drake vibes again in a really good way off this. Like, this one to me is Amina doing kind of like darker Drake. If that makes sense, like, like how would I put it? A lot of stuff that would have been off of more dark lane demo tapes than than Certified Lover Boy. But in a way, but I mean, I you guys know I probably like this a little bit more, but I don't really know how to describe why. It's just like the darkest vibe on on this album it doesn't have anything that's too that's too like mind-blowing lyrically but i think the dark vibe was a nice switch up and i think his like cool lyricism which has been like consistently funny still comes through off this but i liked it i'm getting the vibe that not everyone else did milo what are your thoughts on meant to be i didn't i didn't even write anything down i was so i was done i set my notebook down and i was like okay we're finally gonna end this off and I moved on. Damn. Okay. Okay. Um. Wow. Okay. Alan, did you recognize this at all? Did this this sound sound familiar to you at all? No. If it was a sample, I didn't catch it. Nah. So it, uh, first thing I caught as soon as it starts was "Wake Up Filthy." Filthy is a producer that I follow because he produces for easily one of my top three rappers ever, Lucky. First time I heard him years ago. And he's an amazing producer. So why I asked if you might have recognized him is because he also uh, had a lot of, or a good amount of songs on Whole Lot of Red for a Playboy Cardi's album. Oh, yeah. okay. He had, a, I think, at least two or three on there that he did for a Playboy Cardi's album. And he, and he had a couple on uh, Trippy Red's album. So he's been, like, blowing up lately. And so I was so sad because I actually... <laughs> I actually thought it was kind of trash, though, which made me really sad because I'm a big fan of this producer. I'm a huge fan of, like, all the, like, work he does. But I actually thought this song was just kind of trash. And um, uh, what I found was where, though, is Amine. I was like, oh, man, this is a filthy beat. Interesting. And then Amine actually does vocals kind of like Cardi, like baby voice Cardi on a small part of it. He does, like, mm-hmm. really, like, high bunch vocals. And I'm just like, huh, interesting. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious how that mashup came together or collab came together but um overall i did not think it was a great <laughs> outro um 
it didn't fit the vibe of the other songs to me that well and i just thought it was trash in general so yeah i'm sorry there's not really much the two tracks before it are actually i think worth mentioning because they're the more rap focused songs i like shit to lose yeah that was a good song it was a nice vibe yeah and then between the lines i liked as well meh meh okay I mean, probably because, well, never mind. At any rate. Whoa, 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 so whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably because what, nigga? Probably because what, nigga? <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> Between the Lines with me was a really cool song about just, like, relationships. He's kind of, he's kind of, let's say, borderline simping over this girl. Like, baby, I can get you every one. I can take you wherever you want to go. Every guy Wait, what's his name? Any guys who think they're not a simp, they don't know what to talk about, bro. Okay, find me a guy who thinks he's not a simp. I just was talking about the content of the song. At any rate, it's very much giving. What's that dude? We can't go to the tropics. Sip and our color. What's that dude? Sean Kingston? No, yeah, it was uh, you like Sean Kingston. But actually, you listen to Sean Kingston. Fuck out of here, bro. Can you let me explain the one? That's that's completely fine, Mark. I don't know why you're crucifying <laughs> no, him over there. Is, is he the one that did that one less only girl song? Is that him? That no, that's Kingston? Justin Bieber. Oh, that's Justin Bieber. Oh, my. How do you confuse oh my Lord, dark-skinned Sean Kingston with Justin Bieber? Just anyone yeah, from, that, yeah. from that 2010 what, period? What did Sean Kingston make? He made some song. Was it something about being on a boat? Or what did he, what did he make? Okay, Jesse? so crack is whack, y'all. Girls <laughs> all over the world. No, that wasn't him. That was... That was Lil Wayne and um. Been all over the world was Ludacris and Bobby Valentino. No girls. Been all over. This is this is we're getting ridiculous right now. The song is about <laughs> running away from commitment, y'all, and I think it's nice. And it has a nice little outro from Ricky Thompson that I thought was funny, uh, where he just lays it down. If you're not feeling between the lines, uh, shit to lose is also a good song about like getting tied down with people's codependency and drama. They're the more vocal focused songs. I think his vocal presence as a rapper is most prominent on the song. And now that I'm thinking about it, this is like, um, I don't even know. I don't want to say that, but like Bobby Tarantino three was horrible. But then you got like these couple of songs where logic came out and actually rapped. And that's what's happening here. Like we get this really kind of spacey all over the place, tropical feel, very, you know, whatever, whimsical. But then you get these two songs that are actually just a little bit real, a little more focused on the delivery. I think y'all should check them out. So between the lines, verse two, the most serious he gets on this whole album. Girl, I'm not stupid. I can read between the lines. I know I'm acting young. I'm just trying not to decide. Commitment seems endless. I'm just really terrified. That's all the seriousness I need off of one one album that's this short. I think he sums it up really, just like a thesis statement, really nicely, end of verse two, the middle of like a poppy, really poppy record. There's construction going on literally on my roof, so I apologize about that. If it's picking up a little bit, but <laughs> bro, if the baby can drop an album, we could keep going with these episodes, bro. <laughs> no. If we get canceled, we can get the baby to be featured like, uh, for, to come the baby, an album with us. Corey Lanes, um, you know, all them toxic niggas, you know, whatever, <laughs> bro. I'm waiting for the future gets canceled. Future, it's just memes and jokes, though. Future has to actually like do something for it for him to get canceled, bro. And then people are gonna be like, see, all those memes and jokes were just jokes. He really is a toxic ass nigga, bro. Like, I mean, he is, but he's kind of like weathered the storm of when he was cancelable. 
Because, like, that's his brand, though. It's his, yeah, you can't get canceled for your brand. You can get canceled if you do some off-color shit that isn't your brand. But, yeah. Also, the stuff that DaBaby said was, like, a lot more, like, uneducated and dumb than anything Future's ever said. What did you why? Did you hear the whole shit? Where the L- different LGP- LGBTQ groups were actually, like, accepting DaBaby. A lot of them said we went and we had talks with him and, uh, like, we're... The baby's cool with us now. Like we're good, we're good with him, but they were still giving backlash to Dave Chappelle. But they were like, "Fuck Dave Chappelle." They were like, "The baby came from like a very uneducated place, whereas Chappelle was educated, knew what he was doing, and still said and what he did." And I was like, "Oh, interesting." That that's kind of an interesting perspective, yeah. Because I, I mean, that's true. I never thought of the baby as someone who like imparts wisdom the same way that like Dave Chappelle does. So. No, I never really thought of it that way. Interesting. Anywho. All right. Uh, so if I'm reading over? the signs, uh, spiceometer time. Wait, did we mention Yippee Yay? We didn't mention that, did we? <laughs> okay. What spiceometer time. <laughs> Nobody's trying to talk about no Yippee Yay. Yeah, it's a. Uh, this nigga just okay. pushed me to the side, bro. He <laughs> face palms me, bro. This nigga <laughs> stiff armed the fuck out of me. He said, nope. <laughs> If you'd like to talk about Yippee Yay, <laughs> no, it's good. Dude. You it's have the good. floor, it's sir. All right, nigga, let's move on. Spice a meter, bro. Um, <laughs> I know I didn't talk super highly of this, but I'm actually going to give this a kind of spicy. I read the uh, on Genius the kind of statement about these point five albums and how they're just little creative expressions in between albums. And I was like, I just like the idea of that a lot. Like to me, that's what mixtape should be. Is they're just kind of like either like a like mixtapes and eps are kind of like a appetizer to hold you over to the milk comes or they could be like expressions that aren't really to your norm you know so going back to mac miller's faces like it's cool that that was a mixtape because it was just him like you know expressing his deepest darkest thoughts that weren't you know what he like would like really sell to people though and so i kind of like just how they're freedom of expressions now the biggest issue is i just didn't feel like this was that different from his normal work though like it like i felt like the sounds are actually pretty similar it wasn't like drastically different by any means like i didn't hear this and be like oh this is a different meaning like it was pretty similar and so uh but i mean all that, that being said i still didn't think it, i didn't think too much of this was bad at all it's just it's, he's just not my vibe so but i mean i could give it a kind of spicy uh milo I'm going to add either this or not spicy. Plain and simple. All right. I'm going to give this a spicy. This is like what I like about a mixtape. There's no, like a lot of the songs are bangers. Not everyone is necessarily as good as all the other ones. But like you said, all the tracks are about like a little over two minutes. The whole thing is pretty short in general. It's easy to get through. There's no like, not overloaded with features there's no like no ceilings three little wayne yes there's none of that <laughs> none of that and it's and when the songs are bad they're done they're gone in two minutes it's not like yeah. half of the whole mixtape is bad like we reviewed certain other really famous rapper mixtapes in the past that have done that so i'll give this a spicy it's not perfect i definitely would say it's not as good as limbo but Anyway, we have something I'm really, really, really excited for next week, Mark. Why don't you let us know? We got to pick favorite songs. We got to pick favorite songs. songs. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. See y'all. Yeah. This is if if 
<laughs> okay. So on the album appetizers playlist, we're gonna be picking two songs. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick Charmander. I feel like it's a good window into what this feels like. I know it's the the big single, but to me, it's probably my favorite track off the whole off the whole thing. So I'll pick Charmander and Charmander, Mad Funny Freestyle. Mark, why don't you go? Mad Funny and Van Gogh. What'd you say? Mad Van Funny Go. and Van Gogh. Oh my goodness. So Van Gogh's cool and between the lines. So Mad Funny and Van Gogh? Mad Funny. Bro, that beat okay. slapped. You're crazy if you don't get that beat slapped, bro. You're out of your fucking mind, dog. All right, so we'll throw on Mad Funny and Van Gogh onto the album appetizers playlist. And now. Anyway, now, Mark, <laughs> why don't you let us know what we got going on next week? So next week, this is a classic review because nobody that we support is dropping this week. Um, next week, a classic review. Um, this might not be a classic to everybody, but I promise you this will go down. Um, and it probably would have been went down as the best rap album of the year if it wasn't for it to Pippa Butterfly. Um, so we will be reviewing the game's 2015 album, the documentary too, which is a follow-up to his initial, I'm pretty sure debut album, the documentary, which originally put him on a map and made him like West Coast gangster. You know, the original documentary had songs like, I think it was on documentary, like Hate It or Love It. And there's like a bunch of just huge songs from back in the day um, that like, if you went back and like if played you and be like, oh, so I remember this shit in middle school, like back that. Documentary two, in my opinion, was not only a... Um, a, a viable follow-up it was it blew all expectations off the water in my opinion uh alan also agrees this is one of the dopest hip-hop albums in my opinion of the of the 2010s just in general like it's it's that great of an album i know i'm hyping it up a ton but if you have not please 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 go listen to the documentary too by the game so you can be ready for our review next week because it is hard so, yes. Has Kendrick on it? Has Kanye on it? Has Schoolboy on it? Has like, Drake on it? Like, it has, it has, it has, it, it's, it's so huge. good. It's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So, please go check it out. Short episode, boys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace.